0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's time for the build-up show ahead of the Merseyside Derby. Steve Hall here, joined by John Machen and Jamie Cranford to talk about the Reds against the Blues. Gents, thanks for joining us on this sunny, sunny afternoon here in Liverpool. Um... Jay, I'll come to you first then. We've just disposed of one of our two historical biggest rivals in yeah. the in the league with, in comprehensive manner. I mean, it's time to do it again, isn't it, really, this weekend? Like, you go, in, in years gone by, if you had Man United and Everton in the same week, it would be the talk of the town. And yeah, because of what's just come before it with Champions League games, then with the City doubleheader, and then there's a Champions League semi-final on the horizon... These two have almost kind of been squeezed in the middle, but yeah. it's, it is another huge game, and it's a huge game this time for both clubs, not only in terms of just the bragging rights, but because of what's on the line for both of them as well.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, all of the games, really. I know, I know I know, the Everton game is a special game, but we just can't afford to drop points at any, any stage now. City ended up getting it done yesterday. Uh, yeah, so it is, it is a massive game. Um, Everton, I mean in terms of the, they're obviously fighting for their lives but after the um, the good results against Man U you'd think you know alright this is their time to press on now but they would look like it was a bit shaky yesterday so every reason for the Reds to be confident going into this one
1: John as, as, like I say we, we've we've sat here in this year many times to about the biggest games of the season and sometimes it's come to a point where Lipovie like, Everton and it, both teams aren't really competing for anything you know like I remember Gerard yeah, scored in a hat trick that year, and it was a, it was a, it was great. But it wasn't like it wasn't a meaningful meaningful game in terms of stakes. The stakes are raised on this one even more because, like I say, we're in a title race. There's a very good chance that Manchester City have beaten Wofford before we, we even play Everton. Uh, there's a chance that Everton could be in the bottom three by the time this game kicks off, because barely played twice before them. It just feels like this game doesn't always need to add a fuel to the fire, but the, the perilous position of them and the glorious position of us, it feels like the stakes are even bigger, which for a Merseyside derby is quite impressive.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, <clears throat> I'm personally sort of not buying into this being a derby game. It doesn't feel like a derby game to me. I don't feel that... They're anywhere close to us. Therefore, it's not a competition like the norm, normal derbies. You go in not knowing how it's going to come out. You go in thinking this is just going to be blood and thunder and it's not going to be pretty. You know, I, I don't get that feeling about this. I, I, it, I can, it's a big game as you say for us because we desperately need the three points. It's a massive game for them because they definitely need the three points. So it should be a great game of football, but it's like, it could be anyone. It, it somehow doesn't feel like a Derby game to me. I suppose because <coughs> we, we've just gone off the back of the Man City games and they're exhausted. Every, and they're, yeah. Everything we've done in the last couple of weeks has just been big game, big game, mm-hmm. big game. This almost feels like a chance to have a breather. you know. And and to be honest, Klopp in recent years has, has not treated them with a great deal of respect in terms of the teams he puts out. You
1: know? yeah, We'll definitely speak about that later <coughs> in terms of what Jürgen's going to do because again, what, what we've just been through and what's on the horizon. Uh, before we do that, let's have a little chat then about Everton because... Well, first of all, Jay, it's really, really funny. Well, yeah. Um, having said that, I, I, I just had uh, Baz from Toffee TV in the studio earlier on the opposition preview. That's right out now on Redmond Plus uh, in podcast and video. If you want to get that, and I'll be honest, Baz wasn't too optimistic. Spoiler alert. But I, I do have to remind them the last time they played at Anfield, they won. It's the only time they've done it since 1999. Now, obviously, a lot of extenuating circumstances are mainly the fact that we had no support in the stadium in Liverpool at the injuries but the fact is in the, in the books Everton won the last Premier League game between these two sides at Everton uh, sorry in the last two games between these two sides at Anfield um, yet less than a year later the fortunes of the sides could not be more polar opposite Everton were yeah. we, Liverpool were, on, you know, we were playing Henderson and Kabak I think at centre half that day Everton had Carlo Ancelotti and James Rodriguez and they looked like they were yeah. building towards something things have changed around a lot having said that like we do owe them one and again, I still think that matters because they did beat us again. All the circumstances are like, the, the, we were very, very proud of that run that, you know, Kevin yeah. Campbell getting rocked out of, of, of his chair every few often. <laughs> oh, last time he beat us, that's gone now. I feel like it's time we, need, we, we do owe them a little one for that. We got revenge, obviously, early in the season when we absolutely wiped the floor with them. Yeah. But in terms of our stadium, I do feel like we owe them a, a bit of a slapping, really.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping that Jurgen yeah, and the lads will look at it almost take the passion out of it and go, well, going into the game the other day, even just when they put the teams up before kick-off and you go they're at a Europa League side look how much stronger our our first eleven is than than the team that they had to put out. Same with this game, you just look at the two teams going into it and I'm hoping that they're going to try and take, if you just look at it dispassionate, you say, we are by far the better side, we should beat them comfortably and we were going on, we, you know, we had our worst run for however many years last season. Like you say, we had the defensive issues with however many different defensive partnerships. None of that's happened this season. And, and they, they played worse than any time I can remember. I'm going back to when I was in primary school when they were in this position. Um, So yeah, we do owe them one and I'm, Pretty confident that we should beat them by a few goals. He like to think so, John. And you, John you've seen it when Liverpool and Everton were the best two teams in the country, and you've
1: seen fierce derbies. We all have. I remember even in the nineties when we we often they often beat us. They often sometimes finished above us. They did that even in the two thousands. There was a couple of times not not that long ago where they were yeah, above us. Absolutely. It is strange to see where they have gone now, like say Ancelotti and Silver and Benitez and Lampard and all you know, Aldice as well. Like they've, 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 they've certainly. Ran through with it. Jürgen's played the last seven different managers, I think, since he's arrived here. I, I, I feel where he's he's not, well, he's not the longest-serving manager in the league as Jürgen, but he, he's ever cycle through, cycle through, cycle it's not, through.
3: It's not been a well-run club, as it. Let's no. face it. It's just. I mean, been I think you're being disaster. kind. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. been a disaster, and um, a great light for them was beating us last year, and that was, in many respects, that was the lowest we could possibly get. You know, getting beat by Everton on that run of six home defeats on the run, you know, you couldn't get more despair than we felt at that moment. And the fans will, you know, hopefully remember that, and they'll they'll be up for it tomorrow. Again, I I think Klopp will be dispassionate about it. I just think he he sees this as a team we can put to the sword, you know, and move on. You know, maybe even catch our breath a little before Villarreal. Um, I mean, I mean, you look at Everton, the States, they've been in, you know, and Calvert-Lewin's hardly played all season. And when he's, he's played, he's not fit. You know, they're, they're, and they, you know, they had Rafa who brought players in to play with Calvert-Lewin and he was never there. And, you know, they, they've just had a disastrous season all around. I mean, la- last night, by all accounts, I didn't watch it, but um, Everton conceded 39 shots at home to Leicester. And that's astonishing. In the Premier League, that someone could have that many shots against you and only score one as well, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, God, if we have 39 shots,
1: how many are we going to score? Seven 0 or something. Well, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're, <coughs> on on them, jason uh, John just mentioned was out again. Lampard said he's, he might be back for Chelsea, and even that to push. Long they lost Towns and recently they're yeah. actually they're actually come out the other side of their injury crisis because they've had they've got Mina back, the core back. They lost pretty much the span of their team for a while, and I think. I think Rafa felt hard done by when he was sacked because he was like, you know, I haven't had all my players. Now the back, Lampard, might be getting the fruits of it. But the flip side is, they're still pretty crap. They beat Man United, but again, that was like, you know, that that, that isn't the biggest achievement in no. the world. And only beating Man United 1-0 might actually be a failure in the in, the, in yeah. these times. But they are they, they come into this desperate. Um, and again, we've recorded this before, Burnley play Southampton, so who knows? If Burnley get a, a win there, it's even more desperation for them. It just feels like they are what they are they're a, they're a frankenstein squad of seven different managers mm-hmm. players and they don't know what they are benitez was allowed to sell a lot and he got signed a lad, and he got sacked a week later yeah. they are a shambles this to me it felt like before we played man united it was a chance to not only win the game and put a mark on that but also just to show the opposition like you are a shambles and we're going to make a show of you and there's a very good chance they could that they did it in, at goodison he could do it again like yeah not only are you we know you're a mess and we're boss but like we're actually going to show you and I feel like that's very much on the cards.
2: Mm, yeah, um, depends. I mean, now we're going to c- go on to talk about who we think is going to start, but you'd think that any combination of our best twenty odd players should be able to do that. You know, like the other the other day, I went into it thinking we're better than these. We're going to give you know we sh- we're going to beat these. And five minutes in, we're one we one nil up, and you think right, well that's pretty much game over. So same again, it'd be lovely. Uh, same again, it'd be lovely this weekend. Um, yeah sorry come on I was going to say John
1: on, on that like I say with, with the what's ahead and stuff and we'll talk, we'll, after the break we'll talk more about what we think Jürgen might do and how he goes about it uh, you said before Jürgen's very good at taking the emotion out of Derby and I tend to agree it's, it's, sometimes it's team selections You've, we've all raised eyebrows when we've seen a front three of Shaq, Lalland and Noregi an and before <laughs> we know it we are battling them all over Anfield and stuff but the flip side is I actually think in a way the fact that is a Derby's helps the other way round because it could have been flat and I said you know if we'd have gone from Champions League quarter-final City Champions League quarter-final got an FA Cup semi-final and then Man United if it was just I don't know say we roles were reversed and we were playing Southampton or we were playing I don't know Brentford or Leeds or, so it wouldn't feel but the fact that it is Everton it, it almost yeah. gives everyone, it almost well, gives the, everyone the a bit of a boost will
3: fans are not going to underplay it or no, t- exactly t- that's what I'm saying Anfield will be, alive. Going to be full of emotion yeah. it's just the clock's going to be a bit more dispassionate um and he'll play the best team that he thinks can win it that gives him the best hope of having a better team playing probably against Villarreal uh, I mean Everton are in a, a bit of a, a bind really aren't they because the the best thing in their life at the moment is the fact that they've got four more points than Burnley you know,
1: I spoke to Baz before and he was saying we're where we're sitting watching Man City's games, hoping their opposition to lose, they're watching Bailey's opposition and what a depressing thing that is, haven't You know, the fact that Bailey are your biggest rivals. Yeah. I mean,
3: and teams down there don't tend to win those games in hand. So mm. that's their cushion. But if Bailey do win, as you say, against And then they play Wolves, then you know, Everton are are gonna go into the game against us thinking, Oh my god, we're in serious trouble. <coughs> We've got a message here
1: from from one of our club legends. So yeah, by the way, if you join Red Men Plus as a club legend, one of the perks you do get his access to the Discord chat. And Tony Max says here. Just the fact that Lampard, as their manager, had a bit more needle. He thinks it does. We all we'd love to see him get wound up, in these group of players I want to put right that defeat at Anfield. I think there's more in this fixture for Klopp than he lets on. Like there wasn't no blood love loss, was the uh, AJ between Lampard and uh, and yagen especially and, and Pependers as well when he's you know he's shouting at them a, a few years ago. Like yeah. We don't particularly like Frank Lampard either. I actually quite respect them, what he is, but like yeah. for who he is and what he represents and where he's come from, Like he, he is more, you know, it isn't the raffle loving. We're not going to be singing Frank Lampard no. songs at any point, unless, well, they might be, but they might not be very kind to Frank at any point in there. But does that add a little bit more needle to it? Does that even just poke the fight a little
2: tiny bit more? I think, again, for the fans, yeah. And, you know, it'd be one of them where... If we are a couple of goals up, and it cuts to Frank looking glum on the touchline. The shout, you know, the cheers will go up. There was a classic one of them cutting to Fergie in the stands, bless him, the other day. Um, a t-shirt, a, Chris has got t-shirts ideas ready yeah.
1: as I stand,
2: Yeah, yeah. After that, uh, what was he? Did he call? Jurgen Billy, big bollocks, or something like that? Or you thinks. So. I, I You've won
1: he... one league title and you're acting like the big bollocks. Yeah, I think it, I think yeah. it was
2: Peplin. Does he have a real go at didn't Yeah. In so there was that the other year, and the, but there's that funny clip, isn't there, of he, he finishes that rant that rant and then we score
3: immediately afterwards or something like that. Yeah. So I, mean, I think. The, 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 the cop are going to give him a bad time. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't think Jurgen yeah, yeah, matters. Yeah, I can say have got no enemies
1: in football, but I wonder if Pepplin's. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that's that's where we go right Probably then. Um, Kill them all. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, could be beating every single one of them right then. Um, be, we're gonna take a quick break shortly, but before we do that, um, just their result last night, John. They get that point, like you say. If they lost that game, then uh, they're only three points behind Burnley, and then Burnley. It, 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 it gives them a little tiny, tiny bit of a cushion. It also. Just lightly, light, light the moon. You know, and if you draw one or home to Leicester, usually it's like, oh, it is what it is. But the fact that it's a ninety-third minute winner as well—sorry, ninety-third minute equaliser—it yeah. almost feels like a winner. Yeah, they be... might have bounced. out of a and feeling, a little bit better about yeah, themselves. I'm, I'm
3: sure that's true, and I'm glad we're not playing them a goodish. Yeah, because the fans would be up for it, and but there's not going to be many fans in Anfield for the Blues, and I, so I, I think that's lessened a lot by the fact that they'll just be swamped by us. So you know, I mean, I'm it's really difficult, isn't it? With, you know, are they going to be fighting for their lives or are they in despair and not be able to kick a ball properly, you know, it can go either way, can't it? You mm-hmm. know, uh, particularly if we put them under pressure like we did United, if, you, if if they can't get out of their, you know, their penalty area practically, then, you know, things start to go on in your head. They'll be, you know,
1: you're saving your legs for the next one where you might be able to get when you're in a relegation. But I think and then they
3: look up and think, oh, my God, it's Chelsea and <laughs> we wait for the next one oh my god that's Leicester. less. Than just a, a, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah.
1: all the best to have it all the best right then we are going to take a quick break on the other side we are going to see what Liverpool what Jürgen might do in terms of team news rest, rotation Villarreal and all that kind of stuff but so before we do that I've got a trivia question to tie it over during the break um Divock Origi, remember him. Divock Origi scored more goals against Everton than he has against any other opposition team. How many goals has Divock scored against the Blues? So yeah, Divock Origi scored more goals against Everton than he has any other opposition team. How many goals has he scored against the Blues? We'll be back after this advert break with the answer to that and a whole lot more. See you in a minute. Hey guys, Steve here. Hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you want even more Red Men TV goodness in your lives, head on over to theredmentv.com and sign up to Redmen Plus. Each and every one of our shows is not only available in video format, but in podcast as well. So you can get them on the go. Do go on over to the website, do join Red Men Plus, and yeah, carry on enjoying this show too. Yeah, there you go. Welcome back. Do get involved with Ultimate Fan they Go and compete against Paul and the guys, obviously in the league. The code was there as well. The link's in the description. So, yeah, get yourselves involved as we head towards the end of the season. There's prize pots to be won. Yeah, and also, you can make sure Paul Machen get above him in that leaderboard. and You'll uh, have, have to read your name out when, he's, when you're above him. And he doesn't like doing that. So, yeah, go ahead and do that. Right then, before the break, I asked how many times David Riga scored against Everton. You, you you both got a guess? Six. I'm going Seven you're both too high the answer was five and the first person to get it who the I can see the in yeah you both did was Oysen Dock he got five so I'll bring them up on the screen four years now first of all there's the list of teams divo has scored against there you go five the next big best are Wolves with three Southampton with three and West Ham with three I'll go through the goals if you remember these ones now the 4-0 that Was the one he scores the header and then Funoz Mori snaps him into seven bits. Yeah, he scores in the 3 1 when he just hits it down the middle of the goal. Yeah. Um, from about 40 yards out, and the goal just misses it. Next is the most famous difficulty goal of all time. <laughs> uh, the 1 0, obviously, Jordan Pickford. And then he scored twice in the 5 2. Yeah, one was the big long ball over the top. Remember from from a from. From Degs, he He also scored earlier as well. When he Brilliant ran. goal, that He point. goes round the goal he wants and he thinks it over him the other one. So yeah. yeah, Divock has scored five times against Everton. Maybe he makes it six this weekend. On that point, John, you referenced referenced earlier before, Jürgen's took the emotion out of the derby. we said that a couple of times. we've made changes and stuff. Given what we've been through and that, the fact he didn't, I thought he was going to make more changes against Manchester United than he did. Yeah, did. He, he didn't. He, he went pretty much, he went very, very strong against Manchester United and, and proof was in the pudding. It worked. If anyone's going to get a rest between now and the end of the season, it's probably this weekend or it's Newcastle away next weekend. But that, again, whether you want to rest, lads, when you're away from home, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Is Everton at home in the time where you might see... I've got written down here someone like a, a Gomez at right back or a Costas at left back. Dave might get in up front. Is, is this yeah. the game where Jürgen yeah, goes go six, seven, eight changes?
3: Yeah, I mean, given how few games are left, does he just say, I'm playing my strongest side go through and see see where we get? Or does he, as you say, rest people and try and conserve some energy? I mean, United was Tuesday, wasn't it? And Everton's Sunday, that's a long time. It's more the
1: a, Sunday, Wednesday. That's, and,
3: yeah, that's a long time for recovery. So, yes, be fine. you know, why would he change a lot of players for, for United? Um, so he, I think he can play anyone against Everton, but I do think he will. He's never, ever played his full-strength side against Everton. You know, he always brings in Curtis Jones, you know, which wouldn't surprise me if he got a run out as Mm. well, you know, and he's inevitably going to rotate his front three, I think, you know, just to make, you know, um, I'm not sure Bobby's going to be fit, is he, but. Yeah, we're not sure. You know, we're certainly yet. Jota's going to start. I would have thought. I thought that would be nailed on, given that he didn't start, you know, against United. Um, and then, you know, he, he, he might play Diaz. He might play Mane on the left. He, he, he's got options there, and, and he'll use them. Um, he, he, I think he'll also rotate his midfield. You know, um,
1: I'm going to bring up if you don't mind the, the team. You the that I think last time, having gotten beat by them and the it was in the league, and that he, it's the first time really where he'd gone. You know what? Well, I'm going to go balls out against Evans, So he goes. Obviously, Alisson He went. Robo Van Dijk, Matip, Trent, Fab, Thiago, Hendo, Mane, Salah, Jota, which at the time was as, as pretty much as as he as he wanted to. But that game again was different circumstances. More often than not, he has made a lot of a, a lot of changes on, on that Jay, It's like first of all, whoever you bring in is better than it used to be. I think that's the point. Yeah. That, you know, what I mean, that the squad's better now. So if you are bringing in a Canate or a Shimakas... Joe Gomez maybe at right back, or you bring Naby Keita back in, who had a really good game last time he plays. Yeah. You're bringing Jotter in instead of one of the front three. We don't know Bobby Divock Even is, you know he loves a goal against Everton. Yeah. Maybe he he plays on that as well. It's I agree with John Tuesday to Sunday's fine. Everyone, everyone other than Bobby, for me our time recording. Worth mentioning that is fit and available. Bobby's that still a doubt. It's what it's how hard he thinks Villarreal home is going to be. But the flip side of that is, it's at home. If it was yeah. Villarreal away and you've got to take in travel and but stuff he, as well.
3: He'll want to play his best side against Villarreal, won't he? But, can, it, but that's what i
1: can he get away with doing it Everton and well, Villarreal? I, yeah,
3: I don't think so. You know, well, I don't think he'll want to. Do
1: you think it's the, the first one I'm going to talk about? let's bring these up, It's the full-backs then. Because last time we rested, we rested them both at the same time. There was a school of thought, that, and I was part of this, and I know Paul did the last build-up to United, where you play either Robbo or Trent for United, and you played the other one against Everton, and it's Costas plays one game and Gomez plays one game. Is there a chance where Liverpool line up a fullback on Sunday with Gomez and Costas? Because I feel like
2: that possibly is. Yeah, there, there could be. But that I was just thinking: is there a possibility Gomez sends a half? You know, it could bring Canarte. Change both t- of them out. Canarte tends to have played most of the European games. I could see play playing, but then you—you you, don't know. You don't want to be getting into the realms of. Three of the four back four, but then I was having this conversation before Benfica the other day. I thought he'd make changes in the second half, but he made his changes from the start and brought the other lads on. So he could, I could see him making six or seven changes. Whether I would, but then I'm, I'm not a uh, professional <laughs> football manager,
3: so I don't know what. When I argued for the for Benfica game, that there are certain changes you can make which don't make any difference to the team. Yeah, he brings Simicass in; you'll hardly notice the difference. Yeah, you know he's quality enough. you know it's it's an easy win if you like just bring him in and give Rob a rest Um, similarly can coming in for massive but it's no big deal is it you know it was a big big um, shout bringing in Gomez for right back in in a and and Mm -hmm. leaving Van Dijk out in a, you know a a totally different back four. yeah you know that that takes a lot of courage to do that against anyone but of course we did have the two-goal cushion against Everton maybe not
1: I suppose as well, John it's like, like if if Everton are gonna come and do maybe if they are gonna co- come and be difficult to play against the Parker bus and stuff, you bet you need tense them. Dress. So you, yeah. well, you well, that, that's that's the game where you want out sense Alexander Island. You team. also need Thiago, to be honest.
3: But you I do, mean, yeah. I'd still like to see him rested. I know yeah, yeah, you,
1: but then again I suppose the former Nabi Keita, let's move on to him then Jay, he didn't play the other day, obviously he did he come on late? He did come on, didn't he? But is it is, is it a point where now we we're going to see Tiago because they both played the uh, City and they, it was they were both of them were absolutely amazing by the way, yeah. But is it a case now where you, again if he does leave Tiago out on he can you can always put Naby in and get not it won't be the same obviously because they're different players but that if you're looking about that that creative spark from the field if you do think Everton are going to be a bit dogged and stuff Naby might be the man to provide that in this game I, I've got to see I've got a feeling and I'll be doing the start the eleven prediction show later I've got I think Nabby's one of the first names on the team so I think he has to yeah play it, yeah I think
2: that's true.
1: Would you go along with that?
2: Yeah, I could see him definitely coming in. Um, Thiago's been so good at the moment. You feel like any team that isn't a you know, a really good side, you want to wrap them in cotton wool kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I could definitely see Naby coming in. There's all kinds, of really. I mean, when you think, think back to the first four games of the season, Elliot was the starter, you know, and he's kind of not even in our thoughts. And, you know, Jones has played well at times. He's had some poor games. Milner, you know, you know starters with starters. Last, one last rodeo for Milner. Got a few, uh, get a few tackles in. Like I, I, I couldn't predict it honestly. No. Do any other one I want to talk about? John, you, you referenced Jota earlier, and again,
1: my feel on this, and I don't want to put words in. Off is that he's going to start. It's just where he starts. Yeah. Does he want to? Does he rest Diaz and save him for Villarreal? Does he rest? Does he want to rest Mane, or does he want to play Mane on the left? Does he? Yeah. Mo Salah's is going to play. He never yeah. rests Mo Salah, no. so we can just nail Mo Salah on. But yeah. my sense is, I'd have Jot in the middle because this could be a game where you just need someone in and around the box to do something, put a put a ball in the back of the net. But. Yeah, yeah if he if he does play he's gonna he's got because he of his flexibility and the flexibility of others yeah still got tons of options there but you reference before you think joss is going to play as well what, what? I'm
3: absolutely certain he'll play because you know he, he he didn't get a full game the other day so why why yeah. not play him why have five good forwards and and stick with three you know i mean i, I mean i do i do feel that um the diaz mané salah is pro- probably nailed on for vrl yeah you know and in that case then do you keep playing Mane, who's in great form, finally this season, or do you give him a rest to make sure you've got him for? I mean, they're all really difficult decisions. Um, and Diaz, I mean, what we we probably tend to forget is how much football he's played, because most yeah. of it was played for someone else, yeah. you know, and. Um, so maybe maybe we we have to be careful about how much football he plays. Yeah, it's difficult to, to know. I mean, obviously we haven't got sports scientists to help us out, you know. And, uh... But you are right
1: in saying what you know. The five day gaps is, is very significant here, Jay. You know what I mean? Like, City are playing Wednesday, Saturday. We've got Tuesday, the Sunday. Yeah, it it, it is a, it, it, that is I think for Liverpool that he can go. You know, if Jagan decided to go, well, we play because we played the cup final. Uh, sorry, semi-final Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah. So we go Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday, Wednesday. There's a, there's enough recovery time. And there he might just go, you know what, ride the crest of this wave. Yeah. And then after Wednesday, depending on how we've gone on, we, we could end the tie against Real. There's a possibility Liverpool win 5-0. you yeah, well, do what that, he did to Roma. I
3: think that's what they want they Yeah. Need to do.
1: And in I which mean. case, then you can go strong against Newcastle and make your changes, madly yeah. saying so, in the second Lego Champions League semi-final. But that's where we're at now, is that the gaps, I think the gaps... Significant enough between United and Everton, and then to Villarreal, where he could just go. You know what? We go again, and the, and the same the same nine, ten lads that could play again.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely possible. I just I'm wondering if um, I'm wondering if uh, Devox going to get his last opportunity to shine against the Blues as well. I'd, oh, yeah. yeah, I'd love it as well <laughs> because <But, laughs> it's just that the fact that he hasn't played for a while that's making me think that maybe. But it then he come on, it, they, they come on. He's thrown screwed. Solanke in in a, in a previous start. Like you just don't know what he's. Yeah, Solanke I mean, and Shakiri and the likes of them. Eh? No. Yeah. Paul
1: made a good point. Um, I'm praising you, Sonny. Don't feel free to knock him down if you want like, by the way. But he said, um, you know, Jurgen likes to remind Everton the crap
2: yeah. by
1: picking yeah. teams against them to get in their own heads. Like not only do we think you're crap, gonna we're going to bat you. We're going to do it with our reserves. Oh, we've done that. Okay, then what well, we're going to do it with the kids? Yeah. And we're still going to beat you. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like Jurgen's playing psychological battles with Everton, where you, you turn on like. Dom not on his own up front or like wait, why Shakiri I've seen him for months Or you know like yeah, he, he's
3: like,
1: yeah. Joe, what's that come from it does feel like sometimes they, he, they he doesn't like to
3: do a week to play our first 11 and then end up playing a totally different yeah, team yeah yeah I mean personally I would love us to play our strongest possible and just team and wipe the floor with them yeah, that's what I feel it, like as you well you know but somehow I, I think you know if you're a manager of a club you've got more you know to think about than just battering Everton never you, you know so, well, and that's the point.
1: It, it, and there's a few people there. Mike says this, and Courtney as well. You know, you don't want to underestimate Villarreal. The, the fact that they are where they are, like yeah. you know, you're playing a team from Spain where they are in the league. You think, don't
3: get that resulted by any of you. Hopeless.
1: But they beating Juventus and Bayern Munich on the way, so they're not. they yeah. not this, and they're going to come and they're going to be tight and resolute. I knew reason i a master at this. And this isn't the Villarreal show. But like I say, it, it's how, what Yanga thinks he needs for Wednesday, because whatever. There's 18 lads, 19 lads who we can pick from, and whatever 11 he picks are better than Everton's. Mm. It's just what he thinks he has to have left in the tank for the Villa Royal, whilst also ensuring that he gets through Everton. It is a fine balancing act. Like it, this, this is why he's, this is why Jürgen's the best manager in the world, and why he gets to pay the big bucks because there's big decisions to be made. Here. And listen, someone you're gonna have to go up to someone, a, a Mane or a Henderson or a Matip or a Van Dijk or a Thiago say. You're not playing the Merseyside derby like yeah. he, and he and he's got, and listen Jagan's got the ball still, it's not an issue yeah. to him. Andy Robo, the same, trends. <laughs> Trent, Trent, yeah, he don't want to be on the pitch. This, but this that is what this is, this is, this is the the only downside to being in every single football match you can play and winning all the trophies, Jay. Is that sometimes you might have to miss out on one or two. I'm guessing the players will kind of understand that as well,
2: yeah. That, that was the other thing I was thinking of. I, I thought of Robertson specifically, like, can you imagine how fit he is, you know, going up to him, going. We're gonna give you a rest for this one. He'd say no chance. I'm, you know, like he can run all day. Mo Salah
1: would just walk on the pitch himself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm playing as the one. That's the other thing. They don't <laughs> tend to leave Mo out, do they? Like, especially after his uh, two goals the other day. I can't see him not starting. Tend to agree. I do tend to agree. Right then, guys. What we're gonna do on the other side? We're gonna go through what are, what your
1: 11s would be, or what you think the aliens gonna do. Um, yeah, so we'll do that very, very shortly. Before that, guys, yeah, I'm going to give you uh, another little break. So first up, it's a Red Men sessions, which is streaming now on Red Men Plus. Followed immediately by some details about our upcoming live, show that we'd love you to attend. So yeah, have a little think. You can get your thoughts in the comments section or on the Club Legend Discord. What would your 11s be for this game? We'll read some of those out and get the thoughts of John and Jamie right after this.
2: It's Please, it's not about you for me, I fucking
1: Yeah, so they have it. First up there was Red Men sessions with the Ragamuffins. We brought the lads into the studio. They had a good old sing song going an interview as well. That is streaming live now on Redmen Plus, both in podcast and video format. If you head on over to redmenplus.com and sign up today, you'll get access to that show as well as everything else we do. There's t- honestly there's so much content on there, and there's so much coming as well. Uh, we've got a feature coming out later this week about Liverpool's goalkeepers featuring John Afterberg, and obviously the uh, mural that was painted at the Axis. We were invited down to the Axis to get close up and personal with that. We had a fun day that'll be released there on Friday. And like I say, all of the content in terms of the games I, I referenced before. The Oppo Preview with Baz, that's on there. The instant match Reaction after the game with me and El will be on there as well. As will the final word the day after. Tons and tons there. And like I say, after that, you saw our live show. Jay and John will be there. I'll be there. Come get yourselves involved as well. Uh, if you, The link was on the video, but if you couldn't quite see it, it's in the description of the show. I think if Joe's going to do that for me. If he hasn't, I'm, he's hastily doing it right now. And also on our socials as well. But if you head over to Skiddle and just, and just search on Skiddle for the Ragamuffins, and Redmen TV, but you'll be able to find one of those. So, come and join us, 21st of May. Fingers crossed, it'll be the day before Liverpool potentially win a Premier League title. Who knows? Who knows where we are by then? But yeah, come and have a good old party and a sing-song. It'll be great to have you. Right, then, let's like, before the break, I asked about 11s and what you think you're going to do, what you would do. Um, give you a, little, a couple more <laughs> seconds to have a little think. It, um, it was in the in the chat. He went for Allison, Trent, Gomez and Kanata. Like you said, he's resting both the centre-backs with... Shimakas, he's gone for Milankaita Jones with Salah, Jota, and Bobby. So he's got half an eye on the Villarreal game there. Um, and then TP went for Ali, Trent, Kanate, Van Dyke and Shimakas. Hendo, Fab, and Naby. He's resting Jota, like you're. Happy you're looking to do there, John. And he's re- he's then gone for Mane, Jota, Salah up front. Um, I thought was you, John. Then you've already you've, you've told me Thiago's out of your team. and you've told me Jota's in. Yeah. What are you doing in a back?
3: Allison, Trent, Matip. Van Dijk, Robbo.
1: You're going big balls out here, John. Midfield?
3: Midfield, Henderson, Keiter and um, Jones. Okay. Up front, Mo Salah, Jota and Mane.
2: Mane going back to the left. Go on, Jay, what are you thinking? I mean, my personal team, Divock's playing. Yeah, uh, he's in man, He's in. Gomez is playing, but I, I've, not put the, I've not put either of them in. I've gone for, for uh, Jürgen's selection. Trent, Mattip Virgil, Simakas coming in. Uh, Fabinho, Naby, Hendo. And then Mane, Jota and Mo up front. Cool. So I'm resting I, Diaz and I'm resting Thiago.
1: 100% Divock's playing in my team. If I'm managing now, Divock's in. And he's the first name on the team sheet. It's yeah. Allison, and then it's Divock up front. Um, just for the swan song. And he'll score. Because he, yeah. like Everton are crap and he loves scoring against Everton. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, no. I don't think. he might. It depends on Firmino's fitness. If he wants to rest two of them and Bobby isn't available at time recording. We don't know. Jürgen said it was touch and go. But if it's touch and go, why even risk it? Then I'm I'm therefore thinking, uh, Mane's... I'd take Mane and Diaz out.
2: You could see maybe Jotten on the left, Divock and Mo. Yeah, potentially that's exactly my team. Too, yeah.
1: That's my team. I, I am going Ali. This, this isn't with the predicted 11. That's what I would do, by the way. Alisson plays, Shimmercast, plays for me, with Van Dijk and Kanate. Uh, Trent has to play because they're going to sit back and yeah. I want Trent in the team. I think you still need Fabinho against Everton because if they are going to do anything on the counter, he's the man to stop. That's the only way they're going to get past us at all. I am going Keita and Henderson. I'm leaving Thiago, so I'm resting them. Uh, And then up front, like I say, Diaz is out. Sadio is having a little break as well. And we're playing big divs, playing up front. Mane, uh, sorry, with with Mo Salah and Jota. Right then, guys. What we're gonna do now is have a little look. Give me if you give me a second to do that. The Premier League fixtures this weekend, because like I say, too much is happening around the world for us to not only concentrate, unfortunately, on Liverpool. So our big names up on the screen now. In terms of a race for the for the top four, we've got Arsenal. Is that no? There we go. I've got Arsenal versus Man United. There's the early kickoff on Saturday. A good win for Arsenal the over there against Chelsea. Um, not so good, great of an evening for Manchester United, as we know. It feels like that one, John, if Arsenal win, that's it, Man United, that's the top four gone. If Man United's top four yeah. race might be gone, yeah. it, it then becomes Arsenal v Tottenham, I think, for the race for the top four. And as things look right this second, it looks like Arsenal prime position to win that one as well, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, United, I mean, they might get a little boost because Ten Hag has been announced, hasn't it, today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they might get a little boost from that, but it's still a, a bit of a uh, stretch to think they can be Better than they were the other night, you know. Even they can't be worse, that's the thing. I mean, Arsenal are, you know, a really difficult side to beat if you're not in form because they play such quick, fast football. Um, it's weird
1: because I didn't see that Chelsea he was all coming. He lost three on the spin, no, and then he went and, and I always read.
3: I, I watched watched and I thought they were terrific. they were, they were
1: really good and I I, I was saying was, I was kind of half watching City a bit but I was I was thinking, trying to keep away from so yeah. I, had, I had the game on yeah I tend to agree. Um Leicester Villa yeah City Watford then um, Roy I
2: can't see it No, <laughs> no. The, That that's one of them where like maybe about 1% of your brain goes, Roy's been been drilling them all week get
3: them, you know, he's nice he's to stout. He's got stout form def- though, hasn't he? He's got form at
2: uh, City with his other... With Palace. Yeah. Palace What for the shite? You, <laughs> you look on <laughs> final score, it be like 1-0, Sterling, four minutes. You know, like, okay, that's that then.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, if anything there, you've got to be careful with the goal difference, haven't you? Like yeah. you, With that one, you don't want to be getting too that, into the weeds with that one. Um, Norwich v Newcastle. We've got Brentford v Tottenham, again, top four implications there. Burnley v Wolves were referencing that what, what Everton, where will Everton be at the time of kickoff?
3: Well, we want a strong Wolves, don't we? So we want them to batter Burnley because they play City before too long. Yeah, it?
1: but then I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind Everton being in the bottom three when we play them.
3: Mm-hmm. I could see that being a nil nil or a low
2: scoring game. Let's
1: but, let's hope Burnley beats Southampton and then we can take it. You can have a draw against Wolves a nice resolute nil 0 yeah. against Wolves. Yeah, we'll take that. Chelsea, our Chelsea against West Ham, Brighton, Southampton, obviously the derby, and then we've got Palace against Leeds as well. Leeds certainly not out of that relegation battle just yet. They, they haven't run a fixes, by the way. I, I was bad spoke about this earlier. Leeds are very much not out of that one yet. But
3: well, the thing about the bottom is points count, and they've got games
1: and yeah, games nine, and they've got like
3: a eight, seven or eight point cushion over Burnley. So games I and the gold, I think it? Leeds are safe. It's just Everton it, or Burnley. Simple as that.
1: Maybe so. We'll, we'll we'll soon find out. Hopefully, we're the ones who put a bit of a a dent in the Everton uh, survival. Break. I can't believe they're even in this. But it's, oh, I,
3: I, I can see Everton losing those next three games, and then they yeah. really are seriously in trouble. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I think we're going to
1: battle them. Chelsea. I don't know because I suppose good doesn't Chelsea look a bit up and down at the moment? Yeah, Something I mean, doesn't smell say, right at Chelsea. There's there's a there's a whiff of every I mean, other Chelsea a, the end of every a other whiff,
3: Chelsea season. Whiff of cup final, you know. There is,
1: maybe, yeah, but then again, it's, it's more a case of like, this tends to happen at Chelsea. There's always drama, and even, and it's, and it's, at some point, something mad happens. We're like, oh, they're not picking the best, they're not picking the £90 million striker again, and he's kicking off. Yeah, Chelsea, a very, very weird one. Um, Predictions? Go with you first, Jay. 3
3: 0. Yeah. Nice, easy stroll in yeah. the park. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I'll say four, just to be different. I think
1: we're going to beat them 5 1. But yeah, but they one comes at four nil, and it just and it wakes us up for, our, for oh, five minutes.
3: Deflected off a player, yeah, on the post. yeah, something like that, something absolutely like that. Yes,
1: I, I'm going for the for a nice to The Reds I mentioned before about Jurgen and his press conference and all that kind of stuff as well, guys. Um, he hasn't had, obviously he hasn't had a time recording, but if you keep an eye on our YouTube channel or if you go to your main podcast provider and just say to the Red Men TV and subscribe, that that full press conference will be there. Both again on the YouTube channel. And as a podcast as well. So if you sign up, you'll get that. If you sign up on the, uh, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, press the little alert bell, you'll get a little notification when that video goes live as well. We'll find out more about the team there. But yeah, as it stands, it's only really Bobby for me, you know. Who is a, is a doubt. Guys, thanks very, very much for joining me. It, it's, it's always nice to laugh at Everton for a start, and also big up this, the mighty Reds. Thanks to all you guys for watching, or listening to the show. Like I said, do not forget Red Men Plus for that Red Men sessions with the Ragamuffins. Uh, redmenplus.com sign up today you will not regret it the content we're sharing now it is absolutely brilliant and there's actually tons of it because Liverpool keep winning games so there's more games and more games and more games please do come and join us keep an eye on the YouTube channel like I said I'll be back with the starting 11 prediction show later and then for the game itself it'll be me again with Errol in the studio please do join us for that one up the Reds ta da!